Green Sports, your home for college football and college basketball. I'm your co-host, Cole, alongside my great mate, Jeff Tate. How are you doing today? Good, man. That's a perfect intro. You see, that's enthusiasm to the 10th degree right there, Cole. Like, that is, that's what we need. Some would say an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. Sure, yeah, we can say that. Who would say that? Who would, who would say that, Jeff? Uh, I don't know. Who would say that? Jimmy Harbs. Jim Harbaugh. Oh, yeah, that's why I wouldn't know who would say that. <laughs> no, guys, we hope you we hope you enjoyed the uh, Pac-12 preview episode that dropped earlier this week. Uh, today we'll be talking on the Big 12 conference, which is also going under a whole lot of new changes, I would say, going into next year. But like we always say, like and subscribe to the podcast. I know Apple and Spotify we've been getting a lot of positive feedback from. Um, that kind of being where you guys are tuning in right now. Also, stay in touch with Twitter page. I'm calling it Twitter, Cole. We're, I'm not going to be calling it X or it just sounds bad. Twitter. Follow us at... It's going to take a few years. It's definitely going to take a few years. But follow us at Degree in Sports. Cole is really good at uh, posting uh, really funny GIFs and stuff to keep you up to date with all the college football news. I love it. Like, it's fun to just get on there. Cole and I were kind of talking. It's like our college football, college basketball feed. And we just talk. And we just put stuff out there. And we want interactions from you guys. Like, ask us questions. Like, say... Say, Cole, I thought that was the dumbest thing you said in your podcast about Oregon State making it to Las Vegas. Like, call them out. Call me out. Like, that makes it fun. Like, you guys are more than welcome to give Cole and I a hard time. We want that. Right, Cole? Yeah, I have have a question for you, though, really quick. Just asking the hard questions, debating, just to start us off really hot. Is it GIF or GIF? I think it's – I've heard both. It's probably spelled GIF, but I don't know. I I, I think it's – what do you think it is? I've always been team GIF. I thought it was GIF. I think one of us sounds incredibly stupid right now. Yeah, I think it's me, guys. I'm going to be honest. I think that's a good thing because um, we're talking about Twitter, X, the interactions that our fans or our listeners can have with us. And that's that's something that you can very clearly uh, tell us. Who's stupid here? Is it is it me or is it Jeff? I think it's me because I think I'm uh, thinking of peanut is it butter Gaff here. Or Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people spell Jeff with a G, so I I don't know. Who knows? That's why it's yeah. that's why it probably makes more sense that it's GIF. So yeah, yeah let's just aid and edit this out. All right, you didn't hear any of that. But no, we like the interaction. We want you guys to. Uh, Stay in touch with us on Twitter. A lot of you obviously know us and you just text us stuff, which we appreciate as well. But get involved on the social. Reach out, like the post, retweet. All of that helps us a lot. So hopefully you guys enjoyed the Pac-12. This is our third episode of A Degree in Sports. It's actually going to be nice. Well, probably this is going to drop, I'd say probably Friday or Saturday. I actually get a, I get to see Cole finally because he's been gone for a while. We have a our huge fantasy football draft Sunday. So that'll be, that'll be a lot of fun. And then, you know, just brainstorm our next podcast episode because we, we have a lot of it right now, a lot of brainstorming. Can I ask you a quick question, Jeff? It has to be quick, though, under like three seconds. All right, all right. I'm just kidding. Little little NFL, but really it's college at the heart of it because that's, that's where our heart is. Which guy who was in college last year, some would call those rookies, who is who? Are, which rookie are you most excited to watch the NFL last ne- this year? Jackson Smith and Jigba, and I'm definitely biased being an Ohio State fan on that. But he was robbed of a chance to shine on the national scene last year, and I think he's... Because he quit? He didn't quit. He he tore his hamstring. 
He was That's robbed a, by his by his own decisions of quitting. Tears a hamstring and we get called <laughs> quitting. But never mind. I I think Jackson Smith and Jigba is my guy. You got a guy, Cole? Yeah, I think. I mean, Jameer Gibbs. I think he's on a good team. He's on a team that likes to run the ball and is going to use him for who he is. Also, could be some a little bit of bias in that. But I think Jameer Gibbs is going to be fun, and I think he is going to put up numbies this year. A lot of numbers. A lot of all-purpose yards. Yeah, you said – I'm giving you a hard time now. You just said numbies, and I said Jif. So we both, well, we're well, both the kid, one The kids say numbies, one. Jeff. That's what – The kids say numbies. That's, that's – if you want to say, you know, relevant, you got to talk – you gotta say numbies. Okay, good to know. I'll keep that in mind. But uh, all right, we'll get into the episode now after a little fun that we had with each other there. Um, Big Twelve today, Cole. Uh, the Big Twelve joint four new teams this year, and then next year you got four more teams. It's a conference that went from the Big Twelve to the Big what is it, eighteen or something? Yeah, Big eighteen, I guess would be the how many they have. No, Big. How many teams are in this conference? I think there's, I think they're six, they're sixteen right now. Wait, no, they're fourteen. They're at ten. They added four, because they, because remember they're oh, they, they they Oklahoma so and Texas. They're yep. at fourteen, and then they're gonna be at seventeen. My guess is they'll get one more team, honestly, before next year. That's just a little another little snippet prediction, but yeah, no, they're they got a lot going on in this UConn. <laughs> Utah, or who UConn. No, oh, yeah, UConn. UConn would be weird. That Talk about geographic. That'd be weird. But that probably is... It's a, it's a basketball conference. Yeah, definitely not for football. I think I think they'll pay UConn to not play football in that conference. Um, <laughs> so getting into the Big 12, lots of storylines in this conference as well. You have kind of... You look at... We're going to kind of stick to the format we did with our Pac-12. Go through the quick favorites, give you some odds. Texas is the favorite. They're, they're plus 190 today to win it. Um, on FanDuel, you have Oklahoma plus four ten, Kansas State five to one, and then Texas Tech eleven to one. And then pretty, I'd say, heavily drops off in my opinion. Cole, um, I think these are the four teams that you are going to see fighting out to win the conference. Um, you just off the bat, any other team, Cole, you would group into maybe the favorites. I I don't see any, but do you have any? No, um, I mean that's probably why they're. It's, it would be a dark horse team for sure. I think I think it's pretty clear at the top, and I think the top is even smaller. I think this is one of the the clearer conferences, but that's just my opinion. And there's a good chance I look stupid when everything mixes up because I bet some people, I know a lot of people didn't think TCU was going to be anywhere near the top last year. So you never know what can happen. I mean, this is all preseason and nothing matters till they get on the field. But just from right now, I think it's pretty clear. What you see is what you get, and I think uh, Vegas and the odds books have it pretty, pretty uh, spot on. I think I think you jump. Yeah, no, no, I'm not gonna. Well, I'll get into that later. I'll get into that later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Save it. Save it. No, I think I think this is. I think what Cole said. I mean, I think it's. I think you know what you're gonna get in this conference. Uh, I think the top two teams in this conference are playing their last year in the conference. So if that gives you any insight to who I might have later in this episode as the title game, let that be what it is. Um, I think Texas... They call, him, they call him Chalk Jeff. Yeah, it's I, I am Chalk Jeff, but I do have a decent record of winning some bets betting Chalk. So sometimes it wins you money. So Future, future King right here. That is my nickname. I have hit a few of those recently, but no, I think I'm gonna go start with Texas because they're the they're the favorite. 
is Texas back? I don't know. Like they've they said it like three years ago. Sam Ellinger said it. He was made fun of. There was a GIF made for him. <laughs> I'm kidding. GIF made all about Sam Ellinger with the Texas is back, baby. But I think it's. I do think Texas should be the favorite. I think if we get what Quinn Ewers can be and was hyped up to be and was the five star that reclassified, went to Ohio State, all that hype. I think they're the best team. He has some crazy talented guys to throw the ball to. Xavier Worthy, one time, a long time ago, was a Michigan commit. He's going to break out this year. Like you want, you want to watch a receiver in the country that people know about, but don't like. Maybe isn't as respected as like a Marvin Harrison. Xavier Worthy is that guy. I mean, last year only sixty receptions, seven hundred ninety yards, six or nine touchdowns. He's a monster, and you pair him with Jatavion Sanders. This dude is a huge tight end. I don't know if you he he looks like Darnell Washington from Georgia, like just giant. And he he had a good year last year too with over five. He had five touchdowns. I think it's a team that Steve Sarkeesian gets a lot of hate. He has a questionable past. Obviously, some unfortunate things happened to him uh, in his personal life, and he's got his he's got his chance at one of the most premier programs in the country and texas and it's his third year and i think you're going to see tremendous growth and i think it's actually going to be one of those years where we actually maybe can say texas is back cole i don't know if i don't know if you're seeing that but i think they're going to be i think they're going to be really listen my my arms are open and i'm saying if you're back welcome back and I, I've been I've been hesitant pretty much every year I've been a college football fan, and pretty much every year that I've been a college football fan, I've also been right. Texas is not back. I like everyone. It's all the hype. It's the hype train. Um, so this year I'm gonna say it. Texas is back, um, and I think you're financially irresponsible. Just kidding. Practice safe betting. If you don't bet on Texas to win this conference, I think at plus 190 is a steal. I think you just Say, give me, give me, give me all my money. Let's, that's the one you put responsibly, very responsibly, you put mortgages on. So I think Texas is going to be, I think it's just, I think it's just clear. I could be wrong. And there's a very, very, very real world where Texas falls short again and doesn't win the Big 12. But if we're just going to be two smart human beings, we're just going to say, yes, yeah, Texas. And that's just, it's as simple as that. I think Quinn Ewers is NFL talent. I think the weapons they have, obviously, tech, no one recruits like Texas. So if they just get a guy to put it together, then Texas is going to, is every single year in a position to take that next step and win a national championship and to for sure win the Big 12. So, yes, I think Texas is the very clear favorite. The only, I would say, question we need to ask is, does Steve Sarkeesian have the Kyle Shanahan syndrome? And is he just going to keep being conservative at the end of games when he has leads and is he going to blow leads in the big games that and are those big games going to hold him from accomplishing whether that's a big 12 title or a national title and this is a team that has to replace two very good running backs i mean two nfl draft picks you got Bijan robinson and roshan johnson both of those guys were studs and i think they got a little complacent and just relied on the run game a bit more than probably Steve Sarkeesian would have wanted to. And I think this year you're just going to see them air it out. I mean, you look at Quinn Ewer's stats last year, and for the hype with 
what Quinn Ewers was and the type of system Steve Sarkeesian puts in front. Just over 2,000 yards and 15 touchdowns, that's not acceptable. He missed three games, I get it. If you listened to our Pac-12 episode, you heard us talk about Caleb Williams, Bo Nix, Michael Penix. These guys are responsible for 4,000 plus yards, and Quinn Ewers was only responsible for half of that in a very good offensive system. So I'm with Cole. I, I'll tell you guys right now, I already have bet them to win the national championship, and I bet them to win the Big 12 because I think they're that good, and I think they're that type of team that has a chip on their shoulder. I mean, people are making fun of them. They're leaving the Big 12. They can't even win the Big 12. They're going to the big boy conference, the SEC. And I think they want to end with a statement. It's like what Cole mentioned on our Pac-12 preview episode. These teams have something to prove. They're all leaving the conference. They want to be remembered as the last team to win that conference. Now, obviously, the Big 12 is going to still be around, but Texas is leaving the Big 12. And I think they're they're going to be well-positioned to win that. I mean, you look at them. They get two of the top three teams or four teams in the conference at home. They got Kansas State and Texas Tech at home. And then Oklahoma's a neutral site game in Dallas. The Cotton Bowl, we all know how that Red River rivalry nice. shootout game, which is a <laughs> crazy game. And I think last year they they beat Oklahoma 49-0. So they're feeling good, let's just say, beating them 49-0. But I do think, though, Cole, Oklahoma is a team we got to keep an eye on. Not saying... They are going to win it because I just told you I picked Texas to win it. But I do think year two under Will Venables, I thought that whole thing year one was kind of weird. But Will Venables. Brad Who's Venables. Will Venables? Will Venables is a coach. I have no idea, but the, the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners is Brett Venables. Guys, I'm bad with names for this stuff, so... Uh, I do know my sports. I just maybe the coach. I I don't. He doesn't play the game. I'm not worried about his name. But yes, Cole is right. Brett Venables, year two, and I thought it was kind of a weird hire to be honest. Lincoln Riley left for USC. That's a that's a huge program. You got to bring in somebody, and they brought him in, and it was not a good year. I mean, for Oklahoma standards, six and seven, three and six in the conference. I like their quarterback, Dylan Gabriel. Came from UCF. He was hurt a lot last year. Only ended up playing eight or nine games. But Cole, I think I think with his pedigree, Brett Venables on defense, if he can just get or, or Oklahoma to play good defense consistently, I think they're a team that's really going to give Texas a run for their money. And Oklahoma, they avoid Kansas State and Texas Tech. So you look at two of the top four teams in the conference, and they don't have to play them. So. I don't know. I think I think it's a two-headed race between those two. I do think Oklahoma could sneak up. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, the only way Oklahoma can sneak up is strictly just because they have the talent too and they have they have had the recruiting in the past too. Because in my opinion, after what I saw last year with the talent that you have on that roster, their record was 6 wins. Yeah, 6 and 7. Unacceptable. Unacceptable for that roster and for those players that you were able to get. At a power school, a blue blood school like Oklahoma. I very quickly, I'm out on Brett Venables after that showing last year. You can't take a roster like that. You cannot take a team that is every year fighting for the playoffs like that and in its very first year just dismantle and make them way worse than the year before. I think Brett Venables is a coordinator. I think that's all he is. I think he showed that last year, and I may be being a little harsh, or a little ruthless with him. Maybe I should give him his time, but. You can't go into a job like Oklahoma 
and having all the talent and every single tool you have right away to win and to just not win. And you're supposed to be the guy that can fix the defense. You're supposed to. The Oklahoma fans were excited about him because they're like, okay, at the very least, we'll finally have a defense, which we never had under Lincoln Riley. And their defense was worse last year. You cannot have that. You cannot come in having been a defensive coach and have a worse defense, a worse defense than one that was coached by Lincoln Riley the year before. So, I, I mean, Oklahoma. They're, until they prove it, like they really need to prove it, I'm not going to give them any of my time, any of my hope, or any of my money. Smart. I mean, I guess if that's that's what you're thinking uh, and we're banking on Texas being back, hey, I'm all with it. I want. I mean, hey, I just told you I got some money on Texas to do good this year, so I want Texas to do good. But I do think, I do think another team – I'm going to give the quick rundown on these other two. Kansas State – they're a good team, and last year they won. I mean, they won the Big Twelve Conference Championship game. Will Howard's a good quarterback. He had to worry a lot about Adrian Martinez last year. Didn't really get a grasp the starting position, but they lose Deuce Vaughn, who is kind of the heart and soul of that team. So they're only slightly favored, worse than Oklahoma, which is, seems a bit high to me. Five to one, it's pretty crazy, I think. But I think a lot of that is banking on the fact that the conference just seems to maybe be overall down versus how it had been. And then Texas Tech's the other team. I think this is a team that if you want some value, they're 11 to 1 odds. This is a team that kind of trended upwards towards the end of the year last year. Good quarterback, and they, they're they a team that, who knows, maybe they can surprise some people. But Cole, those are, me, those are the top teams, I think. I think it's a pretty big drop off after that i don't know if you agree with me on that no yeah i I definitely agree i mean just out of respect for what happened last year um i i can't i am at least going to give the opposite of what i'm doing for oklahoma i'm at least going to let tcu prove it to me that they're not able to like be competitive this year again i don't think they will be but i'm at least going to give them a chance to be where i'm not even giving oklahoma a chance right now just because they they showed us last year they were literally in the national championship so i'll i'll let tc i won't totally write off tcu just because i think they earned that last year um i definitely agree it's it's kansas state and texas tech next i think that's that's very clear i think texas tech plays oregon week two and what's going to happen there in my opinion oregon is going to beat texas tech everybody is going to write off texas tech texas tech is then going to go and play tarleton west virginia Houston and just going to run through those games and people are still going to forget about them because of that Oregon game. What do you mean? Those are some, those are some <laughs> tough games for them. And then they're going to play Baylor, which in my opinion, I don't think Baylor is going to be good this year either. And then and then they're going to come in with one loss to a good Oregon team and play and host Kansas State. And I think that is the game that decides the conference because I think Kansas State is also the other team who is will be on a very similar path as Texas Tech for second in the Big 12 to go and play in Dallas for the Big 12 championship. So I think Kansas State and Texas Tech, I don't know exactly what week that is, but it's around the middle of the year towards the end. I think that's the game that decides who is playing Texas in the conference championship, and I think it's very clearly those two teams. I think there's another team that could be exciting in this conference that I'll get to later that could you know surprise some people. But, yeah, I think it's Texas Tech and Kansas State next, and we'll see. I think we'll learn a lot. I think that game, Texas Tech and Kansas State, will really decide the second team in the conference. Yeah, and can we talk real fast about one of Texas Tech's receivers? Uh, In my prep work, 
I'll be honest, I don't know a ton about the Big 12 from like a player-by-player breakdown of teams and stuff, but Jerron Bradley at Texas Tech, this dude, you guys need to go look up his film. He's 6'6", and was a monster last year. He only caught six touchdowns for 750 yards, but just go look this guy up. He's crazy, and he's one of the reasons I kind of really want to watch Texas Tech this year. I'm kind of excited to to look to watch some games with him. I think he caught six out of the seven touchdown passes. Um, that what's his name? Charbo. Uh, Tyler Show. Show. Yeah, I think he caught, he he had seven touchdown passes. I think last year, and that guy caught six mm-hmm. of his seven touchdown passes. So like, I think that that offense goes that uh, as he goes. So yeah, I would I know I would agree. And so really really quick, I want to talk about the four new teams and then. Really, I just want Cole and I to say who we think is going to be the best out of them. We kind of mentioned it in uh, previous episodes, but the four new teams in the Big 12, you have UCF, you have Houston, you have Cincinnati, and oh my gosh, I am striking out. Who's my fourth team? BYU. BYU. Oh yeah, the the Mormons. Sorry. Sorry to Mormon listeners. I forget about them. Um, Why are you apologizing? Oh, that's fair. (laughs) You, I'm gonna, I would say the team I would be watching out of those four is UCF. I think coaching-wise, they're the best prepared to come into this conference and do anything. Uh, I think it's going to take some time, but um, are you kind of agreeing with me on that, Cole? I don't think Houston and Cincinnati, and I, mean, I guess Houston does have Dana Holgerson, who, I mean, he has done pretty good at West Virginia in previous years, but I don't think – I think it's UCF. Yeah, I definitely think – there is it's either UCF or BYU and then there's Gap and then there's Houston and Cincinnati and I think like they're going to be fighting for last in the conference as with West, with West Virginia. I think Cincinnati was gutted when Fickle left and they have no one uh Houston I don't think Holgerson makes it through the year. I just think that's a bad team and they you know the, the Big 12 is kind of getting a little screwed except for UCF. Um as far as all these teams when they committed to join the Big 12, they were a lot better than they are going into the Big 12 right now. So they, Big 12 bought something. They they bought they bought an A5 Wagyu steak, and and they got a little piece of uh, of hamburger meat uh, with these schools. <laughs> I like that. I like that analogy. That's making me hungry though. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean they they kind of got a little screwed here, but I do think UCF they they have the ability to being in Florida. Um, they've already cut, they're, all, they're already starting to prove it. They have the ability to get the talent and recruit in a way uh, to compete with these other Big 12 schools. I think they're a few years away. And BYU, we'll see with them. They're a really tough place to play. And I think teams they're going to have a teams are going to have a really hard time going there and playing them. Um, so I well, think and their guys are like 30 years old, so yeah. they're like grown men. Yeah. So I think they're they're always going to be like the upset watch team when people when teams are going there. Um, they're always going to play spoiler, especially this year when they're hosting any good team in this conference. But I think it's UCF. I agree. It's, it's, it's UCF will okay. finish the best out of all four of those teams. That that's kind of I thought we'd be who pretty do you think, unanimous on who that. Who do you think has the the most long term success, not just this year, uh, down the road in this conference? Who 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 contends for a conference championship first out of these four teams? Ooh, well, in football, I'm I'm going to give it to UCF. I think from yeah, I'm going to give it to UCF. I think. If you're talking basketball, it's Houston every yeah. day. But yeah, that's football, I'm, football, I'm going to say UCF. Yep, I agree. Yep, that's a, that's a short segment. We both agree. Not a lot of argument <laughs> there. 
Let's move on. So surprise teams in the Big 12. I'm going to give you mine. Cole gave you two teams in the Pac-12. I gave you one. This is a crazy long shot. This isn't one I would... Uh, I'm not going to go on the record and say they're winning the conference, but this is a fun one. Oklahoma State, they are uh, they are 40 to 1 odds to win the Big 12. This is a team that avoids Texas, Texas Tech, and Baylor, three of the top five teams, and they get Oklahoma and Kansas State at home. That's a crazy home field advantage. So, hey, you never know. They bring in uh, Cole's boy from Michigan, Alan Bowman, as the uh, starting quarterback. We haven't seen him play in meaningful game in two years he used to be at texas tech he was pretty good at texas tech i'm gonna give him a benefit of the doubt at oklahoma state especially after learning from uh apparently this quarterback guru harbaugh or something at michigan maybe he got better so we're gonna we're gonna give him some uh, credit and then they bring in a whole new team i mean this is a team that lost basically all their producers on offense bring in elijah collins those local fans around here know elijah collins he actually Rushed for 1,000 yards at Michigan State. They bring in three very good transfer portal receivers. I think it's a team that, if you want to have some fun, Mike Gundy has won some big games in his career. That is a hard place to go in and win at. They're notorious for the uh, paddles against the uh, – it's pretty sweet. The paddles against the side uh, sideboards, and it is loud. I mean, that place gets rocking. And so I think that's my surprise team, Cole. Never know, but 40-1 to 1 odds, man, that's – that's interesting. Yeah, I this is that's not my pick, but I I really think that's a good pick. And there's something about a Mike Gundy team with no expectations. Like I think this is like the perfect storm for him. Or it could be to where they'll they can go and surprise some people. And I think Bowman can just come back from the grave where he went to Michigan and just disappeared a few years and got stuck on third string. Um, but on two. Team, back-to-back teams who went to the playoffs, so he knows what it takes. He's seen it, and I think he's not a bad football player, and I think he can go to Oklahoma State, and I think Gundy can use him, and I think this is a good team for, uh, just for Gundy and to fit kind of the mold of what of when Oklahoma State surprises people. So I think that's a good pick, but that's not my pick. Uh, my pick is Kansas. Jalen Daniels, if he can once again take another step and, like, they can have a very good offense and a very fun offense. Their defense... If he can just stay healthy, yeah. Cole, that dude is so fun to watch. So Kansas is going to be fun. Kansas is going to be fun. They're, they're going to be a good team if their defense is good. The defense is their X factor. If their defense just surprises people and is good, or even average, they're going to give so many teams such a hard time just because of what that offense has the capability of doing. So... They are, I don't think they have the easiest schedule, but I'm going to have to play Texas at Texas, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma State. Um, They host Texas Tech. They get to host Kansas State. But those are, like we talked about, they have Oklahoma. They have all the top teams in the conference. So for that reason, I wouldn't say I'm going to put my money on them, but I think they are a team to watch for sure. Um, At the very least, they're going to be fun to watch, and they're going to give – those teams at the top who are trying to make it to Dallas all the hard time in the world. Like they, like they cannot sleep on those. And if one of those teams shows up and is not ready to play, like they can't just sleepwalk through Kansas and they're going to be a fun team to watch. And who knows? They could string together some wins. Lance Leipold, I think is a great coach. 
I mean, he's he did what no one else can do at Kansas, except for, was it that year in 2007? That one random year for them? Yeah, they haven't <laughs> won in forever. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think Kansas will, at the very least, be a team to watch in that conference. I don't think they're going to... They're going to win the conference. They have incredibly long odds at plus 3,100. So, but honestly, just watch them and you're going to have a good time. Grab your popcorn and watch Kansas. Yeah, they're definitely going to put up points and they, like Cole said, will be fun. So to wrap this episode up, who who do you have Texas playing and beating in the championship? Because I think we both have Texas, but uh, I don't think you're with me on Oklahoma. That's who I got. I got them beating Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Uh, it's it's not Oklahoma. You you are right. You got me there. It's it, it is Texas. Texas will be there, and I I've been going back and forth between these two teams, and it does come down to that game, that Kansas State Texas Tech game. I think the winner of that game is playing Texas in the Big Twelve Championship, and because I'm so split down the middle of them, um, I'm gonna go with a team that's proven it. And I'm going to go with a quarterback I trust more in Will Howard. And I think it's going to be Texas, Kansas State, and the Big 12 championship. And it's going to be – I want I do, like, just because I want to say Kansas State. It's not going to be Kansas State. It's going to be Texas, even though I'd love it to be Kansas State. Texas is going to win that game, and that's your Big 12 champion. Man, that if, if Texas gets to a Big 12 championship, there's going to be a lot of orange at AT&T Stadium at the beginning of December. That's going to be... Orange, orange and purple is a good little combo. That though. will be, but I, I, that's not going to be a 50-50 I stadium. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun uniform game to watch. That though. will be, yeah. It's, you, that's going to be a colorful game. <laughs> Please into the eye. Please into the eye. Definitely does. So this, this will wrap up our Big 12 preview episode. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed both of our episodes this week. Uh, breaking down the Pac-12 and the Big 12. Uh, We're going to break down two more conferences next week, uh, ACC and the SEC. And then you know we're going to save that last one for the Big Ten because that's what Cole and I know. We might have a longer episode for that one. I don't know. You never know. We might. I mean, we can definitely talk about that one the longest. And I think there are a lot of good storylines. Just a little preview. But, yeah. Just a little preview. I mean, I think we could talk about the teams we like in that conference for hours. But, um we're gonna put we'll put a we'll put a governor on us for that for those ones. Good, good. We'll make sure we don't fill the episode with that. Good use of a governor there. Get get everybody in the golf mood too. <laughs> so this will wrap up our episode. Please like and subscribe to the podcast anywhere you want. Apple, Spotify. Leave us a review. Uh, I found a few five star reviews out there, Cole, on Spotify. If you look, we got a few. I think I think I saw three the last time I checked. So we appreciate that. That that helps us get. Good feedback, good ratings, and we really appreciate it. So any final words, Cole? Yeah, at the end of the day, I love you guys for listening to us. And whether you listen to us or not, we're still going to be right here consistently talking about ball because if there's one thing Jeff and I love, it's talking ball and watching ball and just consuming ball. So that's our passion. That's our love. And as always, thank you so much for choosing to listen to us. Yeah, perfect way to end it. Uh, We're getting close, guys. A few weeks away from our first real football games where we can break it down, give you guys some gambling advice, and then break out the actual flow of this podcast that we're really excited for. So thank you for listening, and we will see you guys next week for another episode of A Degree in Sports.